femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring, and this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Anna Kach. Anna is a Bachelor of Marketing student at Kiev Mohila Academy in Ukraine. She loves styling people and doing photography. Anna is an experienced gymnast with 10 years of gymnastics practice, and she speaks four languages at a competent level, including English and German. Anna, how are you today? Hi, I'm fine. And what about you? I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling good. and very curious about you because I want to know you as a person. So I'll begin with this. If your friends could describe your personality or the people who know you well, what would they say about you? I'd say that they must think that I'm quite optimistic and... I love reading books and spending my time at home, but also I can go for like long walks. So that's all maybe, yeah. I love that. And I'll begin with books. What do you find in books that is so interesting and fascinating for you? I mostly read a kind of psychology because I love to know how people, what people think, what they why do they do any actions they do? And so, yeah, I think the most fascinating is the fact that after reading the book, I can explain more and more and it gives me like positive emotions. And yeah, I like that. So you love reading psychology books and the more you learn about psychology, the more you can understand why people do what they do. And therefore, you feel good and it's an enjoyable feeling. Is this correct? Yep. And it makes me think, because if you need this, does it mean that when you are growing up, you are somehow confused how people are acting, why they do it, people seemed crazy to you, and that was the way? Or is it more about understanding yourself first? And people second. I'd say that it it's more about me because I was quite a like hard person <laughs> some years ago, and now I can I can see why have I done anything and why other people I are doing other things. So first me, then. Thank you. What lesson or understanding changed you from being a harsh person? into a more mild or maybe polite or considerate human being? What did you understand? Did you see something like shock or uh, sadness because of something you said to someone? Or how and why you evolved in this way? I was in quite an abusing relationship and uh, I changed a lot during that. So now I just can say that it wasn't good, but it changed me for good, for better. I realized that I was, I had anger issues, and it was quite hard for me to 
to stay calm, uh, to keep silence or something when someone is telling something I don't like. And now, now it's better. I can handle myself. I can relieve and yeah. Thank you. And since you mentioned an abusive relationship, just to make sure, is that like a love or romantic relationship or was it like bullying or something like that? It was, I wouldn't say it was love. I, I would say that, yeah, it was a romantic relationship. Thank you. And I, I'm really curious about something and I would like to ask. Yesterday I saw like a TikTok or whatever it is, like a short video where there was this girl and she said, I don't like nice and kind guys. They're very boring. I want a guy who's rude to me. I mean, I want him to show me his mean side, at least in the beginning, exciting phase. Maybe later he can become supportive and nice. Do you understand this? Was it part of the fascination and attraction, a little bit the fact that he was not so nice? Or were you hoping that you could change him or that uh, it came later at first it was really good and then later the abuse started or can you explain this to me because many guys and even women themselves don't understand why this happens but it seems to be um, an attraction to bad guys oh that's all about adrenaline i think because uh people people keen on being fascinated just like you know this uh phrase butterflies in the stomach that's not a good feeling that shouldn't shouldn't uh, be a good feeling because if you have butterflies that means that you're nervous when you're nervous you feel emotions and that makes you fascinating at first but when it continues in like a year then it it's not good that's not that shouldn't be like that you should feel comfort and I don't know even how to explain. You should should feel that it's your person. You shouldn't feel that the person makes you nervous, that makes you think about your actions. No, you should just relax near uh, the partner of your life. So I think what she meant is that she wants, uh, maybe it's not in just, maybe she just really wants that. So there are, you know, <laughs> these preferences, but I really don't like that. Um, my partner was, my ex-partner was first really nice and kind, but then it's, when it all started, he was rude. And like, yeah, I, I didn't, I really didn't like it. So it's not about... It's not about my preferences, okay? <laughs> Thank you. And you mentioned in the beginning that your friends will say you're an optimistic person. Is this a new attitude that you have? Or even before when you had anger issues, etc., you had always like optimistic vibes? No, it's definitely new because now I can see that not everything is so bad. Like, it depends. But most of my actions, I think that everything will be good. As my father once said me said to me, that uh, if I say that everything will be good, then everything will be good. If I say not, then everything won't. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. And to understand you further, you're studying marketing, yet you have a lot of interest in languages, why didn't you choose philology and what made you decide to begin your marketing as a topic of study? I don't really know because <laughs> I would I love marketing. I love the scene that I can recommend someone something to someone. 
So I just, I don't really know why. This is just my my choice. <laughs> I I I'm really interested in languages, uh, but I wouldn't want it as my job. So first of all, I would like to to study something I can make money from in the future. Thank you. And you mentioned that you can stay at home. It's comfortable for you. Most people will think, oh my God, if I stay home, it will be so boring. What keeps you interested when you're at home? Is it books or maybe because of the pandemic, you got used to the uh, quarantine and staying at home? Or how would you explain it to someone who's maybe more extroverted that will think, oh my God, if I'm not out and around people, I feel like so bored and it's like a prison. So how would you explain your enjoyment of being at home? I wouldn't say that I am an introvert. I like, uh, you know, there, is, there are introverts, extroverts, and the middle of that is ambivert. So I am the ambivert. And I would say that I just have a lot of work at home. And when I finish it, like work, I mean studies, and also I have a job. So yeah. And when you finish everything uh, that uh, that you have done, uh, that you must do <laughs> during the day, you just don't want to do anything else. I just like staying at home because if I go anywhere, I would be really, really tired. But uh, now it changed a little bit because uh, now I have less less to do than it was like a month ago. And I can, for example, I can't stay at home more than like three days because otherwise I'll get bored. So yeah, I would say that I just, I'm just tired. That's why I'm staying at home. And if I'm not tired, then I'll go out and no problems. Thank you. And how do you avoid burning out when you're doing so many things that you're tired at the end of the day? I'm not sure if I just can give one answer because I do. Maybe that's why uh, I do like a lot of different things. I can like in one in one day I can do like cleaning and then my job and then my studies and then one more time anything else, just like housework. And then I'm not I'm not burning out because I have a lot of different things to do. And now I'm just really interested in my study. So. I am interested in doing that and I love that. I just, I really, I just love it. So I can relax while doing it. I like how much you love your studies. And I'll ask you about the Kiev Mohila Academy, which is very famous in Ukraine as the Harvard of Ukraine. Why did you choose this university? What is the story of that? Tell me the whole like perception, was it your dream to go there since some point in your life? Or what is your connection to uh, the Kiev Mohila Academy? First of all, yeah, I think that's the most, like the best university in Ukraine. Uh, so first of all, yeah, that's really nice. There are lots of, I love the program here and uh, I love how people are talking like about students, how teachers treat students. They just uh, think about me as about a colleague, not about some some student, no, about a colleague. They help us and so yeah. Uh, when I was choosing the university, 
uh, I I just really have no had no choice. I just really note knew that I want to study in Kiyomohila Academy, and I will study there because that's my dream. <laughs> How can I not study there? I love that. And to ask you about your connection with people, have you ever had the experience of meeting someone new and feeling chemistry with them, feeling like you know them all your life, comfortable and open to them from the first moment? Or are you someone who needs more times, more meetings, more conversations before you decide if someone is your person or not? I would say that I have first to to talk about things that are important to me with this person. Uh, I have to know what this person thinks. Like, there are now a lot of things. I wouldn't agree with many of my, for example, okay, ex-classmates about. And uh, I first need to get known with this person because uh, I can trust that uh, everyone thinks like I. That's hard to me. That's quite hard to me. Uh, maybe that's my issue, but I would like to to acknowledge what the person is, uh, and then be like best friends. Thank you. That's so interesting. Do you feel this ability or need or um, requirement for you to get to know people first, to trust their words before? you trust them as a person and become friends, is something you always had or is it after the relationship you had that you decided from now on, I have to make sure every person is authentic before I trust them at all? It might be both. I wasn't so like that uh, before my relationship, uh, but now I'm like getting used to acknowledging people before making friends with them. So maybe it's both. I was like that before, but not not so much. Thank you. And there is some kind of uh, typical look that many Eastern European girls have. Some say it's a poker face or a bitch face, where even if you're in a normal mood, you can look angry or uh, sad. Do you have that? Have you had people who didn't know you who thought, oh my God, this girl looks so angry or snob or something. But in reality, you can be friendly. It's just the face looks like that. Oh, that's not about me, but that's about my best friend. She's just like, uh, she's tall, very beautiful. And her face is uh, just like you said, this poker face. Uh, like all the time when she relaxed, she's relaxed. And it's funny, that, but uh, like she is the most like sunny and nice and cute person I know but sometimes when I look at her I think oh my god what have I done wrong <laughs> I know that, that that's not not her angry face but it's sometimes scary thank you and I have to really know your experience uh, during the invasion February 24th how was that day for you how did you hear uh, about the bombings and um, the invasion. Did you believe it at first? Did you not believe it? How did you feel that day? And how did you change as a person in these seven or eight months of uh, the attack? 
I would say that first I didn't believe that. I was sleeping, I woke up in like 5 a.m. because I've heard bombing and uh, it was quite hard for me to realize that uh, what shall I do after that? <laughs> would I die? That's that's now uh, now quite quite hard to to explain because what I was feeling that's devastation and uh, like anger because this my this my country and they are coming and doing such things. Why? <laughs> I don't under I don't really understand why why this huge country I would say. Is it not enough for them to have like this territory they have now? I understand why why is it happening because like there's an empire and they shall remain like and huge and strong and yeah but when I first realized what what is happening I was like crying half a day at least and then then I didn't feel anything like for about a month because I was scared but I didn't feel that I was just sitting and okay one more time so yeah thank you and millions of Ukrainians chose to evacuate, to leave the country, to go to other parts of Europe to be more safe. Why was the decision for you to, which decision did you make? Why? What happened in that way? We stayed in Ukraine, but we moved to my grandmother's home in uh, Winnica. And it wasn't like better in here but okay definitely better than in Kyiv. What I shall say uh, I, I'm not against people who are leaving Ukraine because that's, that's their choice. They want to feel safe. They want their children to feel safe and uh, that's that's okay. That's normal. But uh, I wouldn't really want to leave Ukraine because that's, that's the place I live in. That's the place I love. So after like two months sitting in my grandmother's house, we came back to Kyiv and stayed here for, for the rest of the time. And I'm still here. Thank you. And I'm really curious to know you even more. Nowadays, you said you're working, you're studying, you have things to do. You're studying marketing. What would be your dream job? Would you be like a marketing and branding person for the country of Ukraine, sharing the culture and the brand of Ukraine with the world? Would you like to work in a multinational with people from all cultures? Or what would be an ideal profession for you that keeps you always interested, excited, and never bored? I would say that I'd love to have my own business. That's like the dream of my life. I, when I was a child, I really wanted to to have own uh, uh, cafe, and now I, I still want it. Not not that much that before, because now I understand that from the economical part, it's not not the thing I would like to earn from. But but it's still a dream. So maybe I will own a like a small cafe in the future. <laughs> And I would like to work with international companies, maybe uh, that won't be only in Ukraine. Maybe I will do something from the, f the whole world, I don't know. <laughs> but that's on the dreams. Still, I can say for, for real what I, uh, what I want. Thank you. And to understand you as a Ukrainian girl, what is the culture of a young Ukrainian girl in 2022? 
are you a mix of many cultures? You're Ukrainian and also because of Hollywood, a little bit American and because of K-pop, a little bit Korean and anime makes you somehow a mix with Japanese and therefore you're a mix of different cultures or you're, you feel yourself like more Ukrainian than anything. And therefore, what is a Ukrainian girl, if you could describe that? Mm, this quite an interesting question because i wouldn't say that i feel i feel that i am like not not only ukrainian but okay the most the most i feel that i'm i belong to this land uh, i be- belong to this uh, country i'm definitely ukrainian but also i really like uh, for example germany i i just really like it i was there like i don't know six times seven I'm not sure. And I really like everything about this country. So maybe I feel myself a little bit. So yeah. <laughs> but also when I was younger, I loved K-pop. But I wouldn't say that I am into that still. So yeah. Thank you so much, Anna. This was my privilege, my honor. Such a great conversation to feel your soul and hear you're about your life and story, and all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Hello, I'm Slava. Mm-hmm.